It's 150th episode of Action Features. You're here right now. This is going crazy on this. You think it's okay? Probably. It's probably fine. It's kind of going a little crazy. I'm going to back this up. That's okay. Bit. Back this up a little bit. All right. So it's the 150th episode of Action Features. We're doing a YouTube live stream as we do the show. Uh, let's see. We've got a couple comments up already. What are people um, talking about? Let's see. So far, Alpha Trion 92 has asked a question that is going to be something we're going to be covering. Okay. List. So Alpha Trion, it is going to be on here about the Mattel thing. Um, and then Dr. G Horror has asked me no Christmas video this year. Doctor Who? I, po I post a Christmas. I used to post a Christmas video every single year on YouTube. Okay. And the last couple of years we haven't done it because Gracie's so young. It's kind of tough to wrangle everything into a video. So we didn't do one this year, but maybe we'll post one next year. I don't know. So. All right, cool. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about, and I'm sure there'll be some stuff that pops up in the live stream. People show up on YouTube. Uh, we'll talk about those things as they come up. Okay. Right? That's right. All right, let's do it. Listen, it's 150th episode. It's 150 episodes. 150. 150. 150. How did we do it? I don't know how we did it. People come up to me and they say, Mike, how did you do it? How did you do 150? And I say, I don't know. Perseverance, uh, dedication. Do people actually do that, though? Well, I don't think they actually do that. Well, that seems inaccurate. Maybe, maybe it happens. Maybe it happens. I maybe won't say. Happens. I won't say. You won't say. Uh, okay, but we have been doing this longer than like anything else we've ever done. That's right. <laughs> you know, like usually you and I will have an idea for something. We'll be into it, and we'll go, we're going to do this. We're going to do this thing, and then we don't ever do it. But this we actually did. We did it. And we've done it for, like, what is this, the sixth year we're doing it? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. I think it's the sixth uh, year. Also, we had this idea to do it, and then we didn't do it, and then we came back and did it. Yeah, and then we came back to do it. So we we also didn't do this also. We also didn't do it, and then but we, then we did it. But then we did it. Yeah. Okay, so what do you got? You got some stuff written down? I have only a couple things. I'm way out of the loop. All I right. Did, I did bring uh, some oh. saltwater taffy. There's those uh, muffin top cookies in there. Muffin top cookies? They're in that thing, so just be careful if you decide to go over there. Which though. do I have first? The, the taffy or the cookie? Seems like the cookie would be more of a meal, and then the taffy is sort of a, a dessert. You have that after. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, do that. I'm not going to do it yet. I'm not ready. Alpha Trion 92 says, love the live stream. Congrats to 150 episodes. Thank you. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Uh, we're just now coming up on the time where I said it would start, so there's going to be possibility that some people will show up Hey, right, at, right around this time. That's fine. I have some stuff written down. Uh, I don't want to start going too crazy until some more people show up, so I'm going to try and pick out things that aren't as James, don't go crazy. I'm not going to go crazy. Uh, a couple of celebrity deaths. Yeah. Just yesterday. One, there's one on mine. Super Dave Osborne. Super Dave. That's a bummer. I used to love watching Super Dave Osborne when I was a kid. So funny. Those videos were so funny, man. I wanted to go back and watch them last night and I fell asleep. My favorite is where he's uh, playing the piano on top of the bus and he, it's this big long setup and he's playing this he's up there he's playing the song and then the but they go under a underpass and it knock totally smashes the piano and knocks him off i don't remember that oh it's but he would always have the great classic. Oh! Yeah, like, but his yeah. voice was great for it you remember there was a cartoon yeah there was a super yeah, dave vaguely, cartoon yeah and it was just the same stuff right but it was like opening super dave up to a younger audience 
Uh, and then Mean Gene Okerlund died. Yeah. The wrestling announcer. Yeah. That like the best wrestling announcer. I guess interviewer. I don't know if he was really an announcer, but he was more of an interview guy of like all time. Yeah. Uh, one of the best. If you ever want to see an awesome wrestling promo uh, with Mean Gene, you should look up the uh, the Macho Man Hulk Hogan one where the the Mega Powers get together for the first time. The exchange between Hogan and Macho is great. Macho like twirls into scene. Like he's coming in as the camera comes on and he's like twirling like, oh yeah. Like he's like twirling into the interview and uh, they, they're going to shake hands, but it looks like they're in pain to shake hands or they're, what they're afraid of power of shaking their hands. So like Macho's holding his hand like this and go, and I mean, Hogan's going like this as they're going to shake hands. They're cutting this promo and uh, he's asking about like getting a hit on the head and Macho's. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with his head, and Hogan jumps in and says, "Don't you worry about the hit on the head, brother." It's so good, man. You have to look up this this promo. It's the best ever. Uh, uh, okay, so that was a bummer on those two, and then uh, the captain of Captain and Tennille. I guess he was the captain. Okay, was he the captain? I don't. I don't know. I guess the captain is Tennille a woman? Oh, sounds like a woman's name to me. I, I mean, I, I guess I'm being sexist by assuming that the man is the captain. Well, you only have two options. There's Tennille and then, and the, then captain. the captain. And Tennille sounds like a woman's name. I want to say that it's he not wore like a captain's hat, too. In the well, picture I saw. that would be the telltale sign. So yeah. maybe that's why I'm thinking of it. It's not because of a sexist thing. It's because I remember him wearing a captain's it's hat. A, it's, a, it's capist. It is capist. Because he's wearing the hat. Yes. So that's that's probably what... what he's got the, the captain's hat. Cap, he's got cap the captain's on. hat on, so I assume he's the captain. It's hattest. Okay. It's hattest. Very hattest, man. Did you get one of those out? Is that what you got? No, I haven't yet, but I'm, I'd switch chairs. Oh, then you should have got it and got, got those out while you were up. All right, so not a lot of people here yet. I don't want to – let's just go in like a regular episode. People show up, they show up. That's why we have to play it because – got to do it. You know. Let me do this real quick here. All right. Uh, okay. Looky, uh, Bucky O'Hare toys. I forgot to bring one today. Looky, looky. My friend Kenny got me the new boss fight Bucky O'Hare for Christmas, and now I'm totally invested. Yeah, I went. I said, "Go ahead and pick me up," because he knows a guy that that gets him from boss fight. Uh, I said, "Go ahead and get me the Dead Eye Duck and the Jenny." I mean, yeah, it was so cool. The figure is so well done, and even though Bucky O'Hare wasn't like a big, big thing for me growing up, like I wasn't way into it, and it's kind of it's kind of quickly gone. Bucky yeah. O'Hare was. I always thought the character was interesting and the the, whole, the idea was interesting. And I like the, the way the toy line, uh, they kind of designed or Larry Hama designed the characters so that there would be toys later on. So he did things like put pegs on the belts and had holes in their feet so that the toys, if they ever did get made would look like designs and there wouldn't be a change between the designs of the characters and the toys. I thought that was really interesting. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a cool idea. And they've carried all that stuff forward to this toy line. The figure is awesome. The Bucky is so cool, man. I, the packaging has this cool where you can slide the card back out and take the bubble out and put everything back together again. I really like that. Uh, but, man, way cool. Way cool, man. Maybe one day I'll get one. Maybe one day you'll get one. Or maybe I'll just check out the one I've got. Maybe I'll look at yours. Maybe I'll just check out mine. Collect vicariously through me on those. I will. All right. You want to keep going on stuff? or? Uh, I think the Mattel thing's on both of ours. Yeah, it is. You want to save that though? We'll save it. More people. We'll save it. Chime in. Holmes and Watson bombs. 
I heard that I'm not surprised. It looks awful. I heard that people are walking out of the theaters. I heard the same thing. I was talking to Bobby about that. And sometimes, you know, somebody's going to walk out of a theater. Yeah. But this sounds like there was a mass exodus. It makes, I mean, from what I heard, it sounded like there's a lot of people walking out. Yeah, it sounds like that it's actually like a major problem of yeah. people walking out. Like yeah. it's not, I mean, you like you said, you've heard of people walking out of a movie theater before, but I've never seen it like reported about people walking out of, of showings. I just saw the trailers alone. The trailers looked so unfunny. Like, it didn't look good to me. Not funny. It looked very unfunny. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the theater, we went to see uh, Spider-Verse, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse on Sunday. And we went to, first of all, that movie was awesome. It was great. Like, when we were thinking about going to see it, like, Gracie's really into Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham? Spider-Ham. Yeah, Peter Porker, Spider-Ham. Okay, yeah. So she really likes that that character, and she said uh, she wants to go see this movie. And so I talked to Bobby. I'm like, we could go as a whole family, like everybody, go see it. Take her to the movie theaters too, because she's gone to see a couple movies now. She's four, so it's a little tough to wrangle her for to see movies. But if she's into the movie, she'll be calm and quiet and watch it. So we've seen like The Grinch, we saw Christopher Robin, and we were going to see Spider Verse. And I said, okay, she can probably handle it. Just go as a family, and Bobby's like, I don't really know if I want to go see a Spider-Man movie. I'm not really interested in seeing a Spider-Man movie. I said, Well, let's 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 go check it out. I hear it's really good. Let's let's all go. Let's check it out. Hmm? Let's check it out. Let's check it out. And uh, she really enjoyed it. Like after the movie was over, I thought it was great, but I was I was kind of wondering what she would think. I turned her afterwards, and I was like, What do you think? And she said, I really liked that. And Bobby won't often watch a movie more than one time, but she was already saying, like, I could actually watch that a second time. Like, hmm. I could see this movie more than one time. It was so good. The animation was good. The story was good. The voice acting was good. It was just an all-around really good movie. Um, but getting back to what I was saying, so we were going to go see it, uh, and it's been out a few weeks at this point. We were going to go see it at the Westchester AMC. And it was like a Sunday at, like, 1 o'clock showing. And other movies came out this weekend, too. And I don't remember which ones came out. But there were some other movies that came out. And Aquaman's out. And we thought, oh, there won't be any problem us getting five seats. That's not a big deal. And it's half an hour before the movie starts. And we went up. And they uh, they were like, oh, yeah, there's there's uh, the only seats left are the front row. And so they showed us the, the uh, seats we could choose. And we're like, oh, we're not sitting in the front row. That's, that's not happening. But it, when I saw the layout of the seats... I was like, wow, this is this is not that many seats. Like the theater doesn't hold as much. What did you say this was AMC? It was AMC. So they have the big seats. They in have there. the big seats yeah. and the lounging thing and the, the seats yeah. move and everything. Um hang on one sec, I want to do a I'm gonna link this on Facebook real quick. So they uh they don't have as many seats because they do all that stuff. And it got me thinking, because then we went to the Cobb, a different theater. It got me thinking that um, maybe that are, are people there, there are less people going to theaters now. Yeah. So they've got to increase the experience and the ticket prices because they know they're not going to sell as many tickets. So is that one of the things that's, that's moving towards this where it's more of a luxury experience? Cause they know they're charging a lot and they have more of less of an audience that are um, coming to it. So cut down the amount of seats increase the experience and the overall comfort of going as a trade-off. Very so well. Like yeah, very well happening. could be. Um, I mean, what did I see there? We saw Mission Impossible there and 
can't remember. Well, they have the the upgrade. So they only have so many theaters now that are just like regular theaters. And then they have the upgrade, which is Dolby Sound or Dolby Surround Sound or something. But it's not the it's not the directors. It's not the IMAX. It's not the big one. It's just the Dolby Sound. Yeah. And those are more expensive. And they have, but that's all that there is. There's that's all there is. You have like one theater, and if that's sold out, then you have to go to the other one. Yeah. But they don't list it as a special thing. So if you go to their website and you check. What do you have? Well, we've got this show. The, show, the showings the showing. at, showings at eleven o'clock. Okay. Yeah. Well. Well, I guess that's. Guess it. what? Guess what? It's fourteen dollars. That's that's rough. Whatever it was, I think it was thir- I think it was. I think it might have been fourteen. So that's got to be the move to it because it's they wouldn't just go and make all these special seats and cut down on their seating if they didn't know that hey our audience is dwindling we've got to increase the experience. Because it really was amazing to me how few seats there were inside that mm-hmm. theater. And I think back to theaters even five, six years ago where it was just a massive amount of seats in there. Yeah. You just want to pack in as many amount. people as you can. And I'm looking at the the um, the layout for where you choose your seats. And it's like, man, this row is like 10 seats. There's like just 10 seats in this. And there's probably 10 rows. Yeah. You're going to fit 100 people in here. That's it. The theaters before, man, it felt like there was – Hundred people in your row. You oh, know? they were like, packed. It felt like there were so many uh, seats inside there that it would be almost impossible to fill them all. We were basically sitting on each other's laps. We we're just basically hanging out on each other's laps right now. Right, right now we are. Right now. <laughs> in case anybody's watching this, you can see us sitting in each other's laps right now. Uh, yeah. So overall, it's it, to me, it's cool that we're getting this more luxurious experience at the movie theaters. But I think it's a sign that things that are maybe bad because yeah. if it's getting to the point where you're only expecting to sell a hundred tickets to a movie theater screening, how much longer a movie theater is going to stick it out? I don't know. What think, else can you do to the experience? I think they have, I think you just have to want the experience already. I don't know if you can be sold the experience. I mean, I guess you can for a little bit, but that's what they keep doing with 3d. You know, 3d is a gimmick to get people to want to go to the theaters, but yeah. the people who want to go to the theaters for the, for the big screen experience are already going. Yeah. But it's just, most people aren't doing that. And now there's a lot of competition with Netflix. Netflix is putting out all their own movies and now they're getting big stars to do it. Yeah. And I mean, I mean there's also illegal downloads too. that are going on. So people aren't going to the movie theater when they can just stay on at home and see a brand new movie for nothing. You know, there's that too. I think there's always been, bootlegs have been sort of composition It's probably increased with yeah the internet but i will say though that if i'm going i'm gonna have to spend this much money to go i mean we spent 80 bucks yeah. for all of us to go and have a snack if i am going to spend that much it would have stunk to have been in the theater with a bunch of these old tiny seats packed together i look back at seeing just i mean it's even recent but going to see cabin fever no not cabin fever that was a fun experience when we saw that. <laughs> uh, when we saw the latest Planet of the Apes, and there was a person behind me, and the, it was in the old-style seating, and they talked the entire movie. And it was like the worst movie experience I could imagine. And I spent the same amount of money. You're close to it then, and it was horrible. Yeah. This, you know, people are moved far enough away with those spaced-out seatings that I didn't notice anybody talking. I'm sure people They were. might not have been. I'm sure they were. Maybe they said. But then again, you're spending got- this much money. Right. Maybe you're not going to talk anymore. I don't know, but it was. I thought it was interesting just to see the change of the way things were between 
the way theaters were before and the way they are now. Um, People are enjoying movies from their home, and now they're trying to bring the home to the theater. Yeah. The couch. They're bringing the couch. You like sitting on the couch? You like being able to kick back in your lazy boys? You like to relax at the you theater? Like that? You like to relax at home? Well, well guess what? Be able to now you can relax here. at theater. Relax yeah. in the theater. Next thing you know, they're going to have... Your bath, mom there cooking. Ba- yeah. Yeah. Smells from, yeah. The, from the kitchen <laughs> coming through. You guys need any more snacks up there? Right. Should be, that's what she'll be saying. There'll just be a voice yeah. that they've recorded. That they've recorded. Yeah. And they'll want you to go buy concessions. Yeah. All right. The uh, smell of socks and There's not many people feet. showing up for the live stream, so we'll just keep going like a regular episode. That's what um, we have to do. I don't even see much comments happening, so I don't know if there's something going on or what, but even like the kids who are watching, I'm not seeing a lot from them. So there could be something actually up with the live stream. I don't know. It's, well... So, what are you going? I mean, the stuff will record and show. Either way, mine says it started streaming two minutes ago. That's that can't be right. Yeah, the the stream must be messing up or something. I, I mean, it keeps showing on here. I'm gonna refresh it. Go ahead and refresh it on your end. Blaze says it's working. Okay, he's on there, so it's working. It just haven't a lot of people haven't showed up. Nineteen minutes ago. Oh well, we'll just keep going with the regular episode here. Who cares? Oh, Nate! Oh, Nate's, Nate Powers here. All right, looking good, sounding good. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. He's on there. All right, so uh, it's 2019 now, which means the summer of '89 was 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, man, 30 years ago. Well, that's that. So. How's that feel, man? 89 was 30 years ago. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I was thinking about, you know, the the stuff that came out that summer and how it still feels fresh to me. And that stuff is 30 years old. Yeah. Like, if I could go back to the summer of 89 and, and think about my mindset then and, and stuff that was 30 years ago then, I was like, that stuff is way old. I don't even care about that stuff that's so old. It was. It was way old. I've talked about this on here. The... The, the 30 years now is not yeah. the same as 30 years mm-hmm. before. So you could remake a movie that was 30 years old back in the 50s. Yeah. Because, well, yeah, they were making movies in the 20s. So Because you hadn't been inundated with it. No. You saw it in the theater when you were a kid, and then it went away. It went away. What happened to it? We don't know. It's gone. It's in a can sitting on a shelf. Somebody lost it. Once in a while, they bring it out to the theater. Now, you've had Batman 89 sitting on your shelf for the entirety it's of your there. life. You pull it out, you watch it whenever you want, and before yeah. you know it, 30 years is over. It, it's gone. Gone. 30 years, man. So there's there's so many things that, that came out that summer that I'm looking at now, and I'm going, wow, I've had 30 years to watch this thing, and it still feels... Last Crusade. Fresh and new. Last Crusade. Ghostbusters 2. Um, Die Hard. Batman, obviously. Um, even Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, came out that year. I think it would be... So much fun. And I, I try and think of uh, things that come out now and how they'll be 30 years from now. And will it be as classic? Will it be, be as rewatchable? Um, you and I can't tell. We can't it tell. It has to be a kid yeah. who's having these ex- experiencing these things for the first time. And, and they also aren't having the same experience that we had. Because exactly. even though we had home video... Now they have. There's so much competition with video games and yeah, and iPods fu- and, and phones and the i, the iPads and the iPods, iWorlds, the phones, their eyeballs, uh, their i video games, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Ah. 
Uh, real quick, Bill Tackett's here. Hi, Bill. All right, Bill. Uh, Nate Bauer says License to Kill came out that year. That's true. Forgot about that. That's true. And I rewatched the Timothy Dalton Bonds recently. Those are so underrated. They are. I think they're both really solid Bond movies. Really solid. Yeah, Nate just rewatched those too, and we were talking about them. And T. Dalt is the Bond that people should really be looking back at and going, you know what? I wish we'd got more out of him. I wish we got a few less Roger Moore's and a oh, few yeah. more Timothy Dalton's. Oh, yeah. I would take some more Timothy Dalton's. I it, the the movies didn't separate themselves enough to me. There wasn't uh, like Thunderball's water themed and Doctor yeah. Knows on an island, and they had very specific themes. And then by the time it got to there, it was kind of muddled. And there were a few Roger Moore movies like that, but it takes nothing away from Timothy Dalton as James Bond. And he's the only one that I remember hearing of who said, I read all those books. Yeah. I love those books. This is how I feel the character needs to be. I'm trying to play it like the book. He was great. He was really great. And my dad, he, he's a big Bond fan, but he doesn't like Timothy Dalton. And I look back at it and I'm like, how can you not like Timothy Dalton as Bond? Like he was so good, man. Yeah. He may not have the, the charm of Connery and maybe the, you know, the, the real clean, good look, good looks of some of the other guys. But man, I think he's super solid. He's definitely in the top four bonds for me. Mm. Like it's, it's man. He's really good. Mm. Really good. Go back and watch those two films again. Anybody that's, that's watching this, uh, I'm going to catch up on here real quick. Do it. Um, Mr. Indie film man says happy 100th. And then he says also, and 50. Hey, so all right, too. Put them together. Yeah. Uh, and Iron Bison says license kill is one of the best. And Mr. Any Film Man says, in 30 years, the last Jedi will have been edited in a new film or band. That's probably likely. Right. Yep. But speaking of that, The Phantom Menace is 20 years old this year. I don't like that That's either. That's nuts. Come uh, on. Frank Klein, hey, what's up, man? Roger Moore is my favorite Bond, but License to Kill is tied for my favorite movie with Skyfall from Iron Bison. Wow. Interesting. Interesting so wait a second. There. Roger Moore is your favorite Bond, but you don't have um, one of your favorite movies, isn't Skyfall and well, I mean, I mean, I, I get it. Like the yeah. Uh, well, here's my here's my question then. What's your favorite Roger Moore movie? That seems like a pretty easy answer to me. But I'm, it's I'm an easy answer to for me. Uh, and Nate says he plays Bond. At, he played it as Bond acted in the Living Daylights book, which is accurate. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we got on a Bond tangent cool. there. That was kind of fun. I like a Bond I'm tangent. I just watched uh, Never Say Never Again, the unofficial yeah the Bond unofficial movie. Connery yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. It's fun. Um, it, it was fun to see how they got around all of Bond's tropes. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have a PPK. He has a gun that kind of looks like a PPK. And, you know, um, they couldn't use Spectre, I think. Or they couldn't use Blofeld. I can't remember which one they didn't have rights to. But uh, I think it was Spectre. I think you're right. And they didn't have Bond music Yeah. to, to use as a cue. So it was very creative. And the opening sequence is fantastic. I mean, it's a better send-off for him than Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah, I agree. Diamonds Are Forever is yeah. kind of rough to watch. But Tim Basinger? Never Say Never Again. I, I thought it was fine. I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I enjoyed I, it. I liked it a lot more than I used to. Uh, this guy says, uh, or, sorry, Iron Bison says, love Moore's interpretation of the suave Demonir Bond. Bond to me is supposed to be charming. That's that's fair. You, know? you haven't picked a movie yet. But what's your what's your favorite Roger Moore Bond film? Let's hear that. Uh, okay. While we're waiting for here back from that, live and let die. Live and let die. That's the right answer. That's the right. That's the right answer. <laughs> that's the right one. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Live and let die is by far the best Roger Moore. That's one of best in my top. That's probably my top 
I want to go back and bonding. see that scene. The spy who loved me. <laughs> where he's, <laughs> where they're <laughs> being all up for the thing, and he's looking at her like, you forgive me? Oh, man. <laughs> I forgot about that. You got to go back and look at that again. It was too good. All right. Uh, okay. So let's talk about Soldier Boy's video game systems. Have you heard about this? What? Okay. You, you remember Soldier Boy, right? I remember... Soldier Boy, hearing about him, yeah, yeah, I remember he tells him he's, he's a singer songwriter of the rap variety. I know he tells him. He tells him. Soldier mm-hmm. Boy tell him. Uh, well, apparently he decided to get into the video game industry, and on his Soldier Boy website, he was selling Soldier Boy game consoles, and these were basically <laughs> Chinese knockoff systems where they take, uh, you know, they take a bunch of video games, which you see all the time, where people. Yeah. You know, put on a Raspberry Pi. They put a bunch of video games, like 800 games, onto this disc. Yeah. Right. And you can play it on something. So these there's these Chinese bootlegs where they actually make game systems that are preloaded with 800 video games for various systems. They do it in a portable version and a home console version, and they sell these things on like AliExpress or Alibaba. These different websites where you can get Chinese stuff imported for super cheap. Because it's all a knockoff and none of it's licensed. So, uh, Soldier Boy decides he's going to start selling these things on his site at double the price. <laughs> I love these. I love this already. Where yeah. you would buy it from anywhere else. Like if you bought it from Alibaba or you bought it off Amazon, even yeah. from these Chinese sellers, you'd be paying $50 a system. But he's charging $150 a system or $200 a system. Wow. And they're supposedly branded by they're the Soldier console and the Soldier handheld. And so a lot of these gaming people were like, I know what he's doing here, but I still got to know. So they would order these systems and they'd find out, you know, these are just these Chinese knockoff systems. Slap, slap a sticker on yeah. them or something? Even, I don't name? think it has a sticker on there. No, Like the one I saw. Doesn't have his name or anything? They didn't have anything on there. <laughs> so they get these systems, they're, you know, junk systems. But it's, I mean, it's fun because you're playing old Nintendo games. But everybody kept saying like, aren't you just like, you're ripping off Nintendo, dude. You're going to get busted. And he was on these tirades on Twitter saying, I sold 5 million units on my console. 5 million? And then he was saying he was going to open his own Soldier <laughs> Tech store. And uh, it's gone so well for him. So he, uh, he he's, and they say, Nintendo's going to come after you. Because they just came after this couple that did like a free upload of games. And they sued him for $12 million, Nintendo did. They're like, they're going to come after you. And he's like, Nintendo ain't coming after me. I ain't got nothing to worry about. I'm going to keep them up and all this different stuff and calling people names and all this stuff. And so uh, Nintendo then decided to go after him. And so now all the soldier consoles are off of his website. And wow. he had to make a post on Twitter like, I had to man up and do what was right for myself or something. And so basically he's going to get sued by Nintendo for all the consoles that he said. He took down the tweet also where he said he sold 5 million units of his game system. <laughs> yeah. Because Nintendo's going to go, oh, you sold 5 million units at $300 a piece? Yeah, we're going all that money. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Soldier, the Soldier console. He's going to tell them. He's, he told them. He's telling them. Soldier Boy, sell them. That's what he was doing. <laughs> and then now they want the money. All right, I'm going to get caught up on this live stream real quick here. Uh, you guys are going to judge me hard, but A View to a Kill is my second favorite more film. That's okay. That's fine. You can like whatever you want, man. I, if I remember correctly... Forgive me, View to a Kill. I mean, uh, all the more films start running together after Man with the Golden Gun. Yeah. But I think A View to the Kill was was one of the better ones. I don't know if it was. I can't remember. I don't know if it was. But either way, everybody is welcome to choose I re- whatever favorites you like. Yeah. You know? We're not going to be mad at yeah, you. Yeah, you, you like what you want, man. Um, 
I mean, my favorite Michael, uh, my favorite Batman is the 1989 Batman. A lot of people don't agree with that, and I will never stop saying it's the best. Uh, Bill Tackett says Goldfinger was the first Bond I recall watching with my dad. Number one classic Bond film for me. It is also my number one classic Bond film. It's Goldfinger. It's impossible to beat, in my opinion. Everything came together. Everything's perfect. Yeah. Uh, for Much with Love's really good. Yeah. And Casino Royale is really good. Yeah. But uh, Iron Bison says mostly because of Walk-In, more Swan Song, and the BA theme by Duran Duran. The, the theme was great. The Duran Duran theme is one of my favorites when I listen to like the Bond themes. It's a good one. Uh, Andrew Harden Mills is actually Mr. Indie Film Man. I didn't realize that was him. I watched Superman 3 today. Best scene is when Craig rips his shirt open to reveal the S in the junkyard after defeating evil Superman. So good. That's out of nowhere, but yeah, that is very accurate. That is so good. Superman 3 gets a rap, bad rap, too. Yeah. I like Superman 3. It's fun. The end sequence is rough with the giant computer and the robot girl. Huh. Um. I think Richard Pryor's funny in it. I enjoy Richard well, Pryor. Well, Richard Pryor's funny, yeah. And the junkyard scene's awesome. Evil Superman? That's great. <laughs> yeah. It's way better than Superman 4. Hey, uh, I gotta watch I gotta watch that again. Andrew, what'd you think of The Rocketeer, buddy? He told me he re-watched re- The Rocketeer recently. He'll, he'll chime in with that in a second here. All right. He's saying, would, I would love to hear us do a commentary for Superman the movie. And I would love to do a commentary I would love to do that as well. That's fine with me. Uh, let's see. Iron Bison says it's regarded as the worst more Bond film as he was regarded as too old for the role in the thin plot by then, but it's his guilty pleasure. Which one? For View to a Kill. Oh. And he, I mean, he was pretty... He was older, yeah. Long in the tooth. Is that the same? Long, long in the, the tooth, tooth, yes. By then? Yeah. Uh, but what can you do? Hey, he All was right. still, he was going. Okay, I think I'm caught up on here. What do you have written down? Keep holding on to that one that we both have. That's all I've got. I, I have one thing written down. Is it about Soldier Boy consoles? No, it's... Oh. Well, let me see. No, it's not about that. Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah? Just stop. Stop already, What'd please. Mercy. Uncle. Uncle. She keeps posting... Every, every week, every time I turn around, Elizabeth Hurley's got a new bikini picture on Yahoo. She's like in her 50s. And she's... She looks... <laughs> she looks great. And now right. the first thing is 2019, first bikini pick of the year, Elizabeth Hurley. It's January. Put some clothes on. It's the first. Well, she's in a tropical setting, I guess. Oh, okay. I don't know where she lives, but for Pete's sake, just. Right. Okay, keep going. I keep going, <laughs> I guess. But I guess it was worth mentioning. It's worth mentioning. It's worth yeah. mentioning that this is happening over here. Yeah, but it's kind of. Hugh Grant like, and her were together. Remember that? I know. I and mean, Hugh Grant did something bad. Hugh Grant. Somebody he shouldn't have done anything with. He shouldn't have. And I think it was not – it wasn't even in the same ballpark. So I don't know what yeah. – he just – he probably just thought, I'm tired of having the best thing in the world. Yeah, I got I to gotta downgrade so that I can see what I really have. And then it backfired big time. Yeah. You know, that yeah. was it was over pretty much. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Uh, I've been watching uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, I watched the first episode of Agents mm-hmm. of S.H.I.E.L.D. when it came on. And I thought, this isn't very good. Mm-hmm. I don't really enjoy this very much. Mm-hmm. It's not a very good show. But now it's on, it's been on Netflix for a while, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this another go. Mm-hmm. And the first episode was still like, man, this isn't very good. But as the se- the first season went on, I got really hooked in, man. Now I'm like, I can't stop watching it. Like, I'll try and get a couple in each day. Well, how, how many uh, seasons are There's there? Five seasons. You're going to knock that out quick, though. Uh, the first season's done. But it was like 24 episodes in the first season, and they're mm. like an hour each. Wow. Yeah. So you got enough. But the first season, man, it was great. Yeah. Towards the end, it got really good. Like, I couldn't stop. I had to know what was happening next. I was so invested towards the end there. Bill Paxton's in it. Bill Paxton. That first season, yeah. Rest in peace. Bill Paxton. Rest in peace. Uh, 
and he was great. Bill Paxton's always great. He's really great. I've never seen him in something that he did. I didn't like. Uh, that reminds me, I would like to watch Agent Carter for some reason. Yeah, I, you can't, I don't know if that's on Netflix or not. It's not. It's not. It's for, well, as far as I know, it's that not. was only one season. It. Was it one season? Two I think seasons. they did two seasons. Two seasons, but they won't release it. But that also reminds me that I saw the girl who plays Agent Carter was in an episode of the of Black Mirror. Yeah. I mean, this show's been on for a while, I guess, um, but Netflix has it now, and it's like uh, it's like the Twilight Zone. Yeah, show. I've watched a couple. There's some weird ones. Man, it's a, a little bit heady. I tell you what, it's a little bit heady. Uh, my my, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show or not, but my wife's friend Heather, she recommended the show. Heather Heat. Heather, no, and I Heather Heat. Heather Henson. Okay. Different Heather. She recommended the show, and the first one she wanted us to watch was this one where uh, the prime minister has to do something on film. With uh, on something unsavory, unsavory, yeah, and it was it was unsettling to watch, yeah. And I'm like, why in the world would she recommend this episode <laughs> first? Like, it's like the worst one to watch. Yeah. And I was, immediately, I was like, I don't know if I can watch. I felt just weird after yeah. watching. I was like, I don't know if I can watch this show anymore. This we, is we watched a couple, disturbing. and it's like morbidly interesting, yeah. And then it does you feel a little soiled afterwards. Yeah, I did. I felt like, very man. That's a little bit. Like, I can't watch. That's this. terrible. Twilight Zone. Is twisted, but but not unsettling. Only, only in a curious way, where yeah. it's like, oh, that's really strange. This and, was unsettling. Yeah. I didn't really want to watch again after that. Uh, let's see. Has Elizabeth Hurley commented on there yet, or no? She, she hasn't said anything. Huh. She hasn't said anything. Shoot. Uh, but uh, let's see. Andrew says Rocketeer was great. I've forgotten most of it. Almost thirty years since I last saw it. When he puts the helmet on and flies, it's so good. Yeah, and then Nate says, "Gotta love those traditional effects." Another great one for T. Dalt watching uh, number two box office draw in the country. Yeah, T. Dalt's in Rocketeer. That's right. And he's the the bad guy. He That's takes right. a bad guy turn, which is he's great as the bad guy. No, he he looks good with a mustache. Yeah, he looks like Tony Stark. He looks like Tony Stark. And that's uh, uh, Eric Meador did that. Yes, that. Iron Man art, and he used yes. T. Dalt as inspiration on it. And yes, was, which was fantastic. T. Dalt as Iron Man. Yeah. As Tony Stark, that would have been perfect. Shouldn't have done that. that. Uh, okay, so I have written down. I don't still want to put on get into that just yet. Talked about that. I guess we can jump into that. The the big thing. We can get into the big the thing. Big I don't have anything else, but the, well, the big the big news going around right now is Elizabeth Hurley's posted another bikini pic. It's January. It's January. I can't believe she's doing that in January. Hugh Grant is kicking himself in the face. Yeah, I don't know how he's doing it. He's asking somebody else. To, he's, he's getting that flexible. girl again. He's he's paid her now to kick him in the face. <laughs> would you mind? <laughs> would you mind terribly, love, kicking me in the face repeatedly? That's like in his voice. I don't think. Was no. that Cockney? Is that what that was? Sort was of. There? That was sort of. I don't know what that was. Uh, so the big news right now is Mattel apparently losing a, the DC license yeah. to Spin Master in 2020, but only. The boys' action portion. They could still do girl stuff. And they could do, I guess, educational stuff or something. The stuff but the boys' action yeah. category, which is what most people care about when it comes to the DC license, is going to Spin Master. And at first, everybody was like, oh, well, it's just saying Spin Master is going to do remote control cars and you know, that kind of stuff. No. But the more it looks, it's like the whole boys' action category, which include action figures. Yeah. Maybe Spin Master isn't known for doing action figures, but to me, the boys' action category... Includes action figures. It has to. And the more people talk about it, the more it sounds like it does include action figures. Yeah. Um, there's been, I don't think, any kind of word from Mattel about it. 
as to clarifying what's going on. But I think everybody should prepare for the fact that Mattel's time for uh, DC action figures is almost up. I'm prepared. You know, hey, get some new blood in there. I'm honestly, um, I don't know. They did the Tron I was talking mad about this. They, the only thing I can think of from them doing figures was Tron, and those were rough. The vehicles were pretty good. That's exactly what Matt said. The figure... The figures were not very good, but they were kind of neat in a way. They had the light-up feature. Yeah. They were a little bit... The sculpts were not very crisp, and especially the the Jeff Bridges figure was garbage pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it, it was rough. Really, it was really rough. So. Yeah. If they haven't stepped it up since then, I mean, who, who knows? knows how much interest they have in doing the action figures? Even they may want to do their usual stuff with the license. You know, DC is still making their own figures. DC collectibles, yeah. And a lot of people have asked that, like, There's why doesn't DC collectibles just do it themselves? And it's because DC collectibles is more of a straight yeah. to consumer market. They're like a smaller the comic company, shops. I'm sure. Yeah, they're not. I don't think they're built for mass market retail like i don't think that they i mean their their stuff at least the last few that i picked up the quality control is awful yeah they just break and that's not going to fly at mass market you're not gonna be able to put out stuff they're doing now where it just breaks right out of the box yeah. and a kid's supposed to play with it you know um it, it's kind of a shame because mattel seemed like this year they're really getting the multiverse thing rolling again with like new sculpts and a new way to do build figures with less pieces and it seemed like they were kind of interested in doing stuff with the license again. And DC films may be rounding the corner. Everybody seems to like Aquaman. Shazam looks like it's going to be probably pretty fun. So it seemed like it was turning a corner for everything, where the movies were going to start being better and more interest from kids in the action figures. Mattel was doing a better job with the figures. And uh, now it's going to be just this year and then go to somebody else. The other interesting thing that I read, though, was that Hasbro's license for both Star Wars and Marvel runs up next year. And I started thinking maybe Mattel's letting that go to make a bid for either Marvel or Star Wars. Because they, they got Jurassic World yeah. from Hasbro. Yeah. So if if Hasbro lets go of Star Wars, that's how are they going to make it? Yeah. And that's what they do. Although I don't know how they're making it. Those aren't, well, they probably are selling quite a bit of some of the stuff, maybe not of which the, one star Wars. I don't think star Wars is doing well. I think that was, well, that was they, really they hurt. By whole, yeah. The new, the, the movies. Last year I really hurt things. They still have some, uh, other, yeah. I mean, like classic trilogy stuff. It, it'll never go away. I mean, people are always going to collect star Wars. If it's not Hasbro doing it, that's going to be crazy. That'll be crazy. I mean, for sure. Because they, uh, I mean, they took over for Kenner. So it's basically, that was the continuation. Now, if it's Mattel getting it. Yeah, I don't think I don't that know. there's any chance that Mattel is going to bring enough money to the table to take either one away. Yeah. I'm just curious. I mean, there's got to be something that ties into that date, though, for it to be. Yeah. It's, it's weird that both dates coincide. It could just be a coincidence. But it is weird that they're letting this go and these licenses are coming up for renewal. So what, what do you do? You know, do you keep holding on to DC and hope for the best that the movie's going to turn around? Or do you take that money you were devoting towards that license and put it towards trying for something else. I don't know. Uh, let me catch up on here. Um, let's see. Blaze agree. Blaze says the Rocketeer is great. Definitely in my top five superhero movies. Uh, Iron Bison says I've been disappointed with tells DC UC figures. I've only ever picked up flash and zoom for the CW show. And it's only cause I'm a huge flash mark. They have gotten better. 
And I agree that for a long time there, DC Universe Classics was just spinning their wheels. It was the same body molds again and again and again, um, just with different paint jobs slapped on. But it seemed like, especially with the addition of like that John Wesley ship Flash that was really good, and this latest wave that has like Kyle Rayner Green Lantern, and it's got that Gotham by Gaslight Batman, and four-figure build-a-figure wave, it seemed like they were going to get better. Um, uh, Mr. Indie Filman says I should read the Rocketeer graphic novel. You definitely should. Definitely should. It's really great, and there's a lot. You could see that the movie is almost a direct translation of a lot of the storyline. Uh, let's see. The Batman vs. Superman Justice League figures were a total pass for me. I agree with that. They were, uh, let's see. Um, okay. Maybe I missed it at the beginning of the episode, but did any of you see Bumblebee yet? Curious to see your thoughts on the newest movie. I have not seen Bumblebee. You have not seen Bumblebee. I have right? not seen. Nate saw it. Yeah, Nate saw it, so that's why he's asking about it. Uh, but it was a choice between seeing Spider-Verse or Bumblebee this past weekend, and I think Gracie would be into Bumblebee as much. Yeah. So I wanted to see something. We Maybe that would have been a little bit for older. Yeah, you know, and there's a thing. She has this weird thing where she doesn't like knives. Like mm. She gets freaked out if there's a knife in the movie. And I don't know. Sometimes they can transform and they have like blade things going on. And I thought, ah, oh, there's a chance that some transformers are going to have some kind of blades. Mm. She's going to freak out. Ba- they're going to have bay blades. They're going to have bay blades. I may have said this on the show. I can't remember. I may have said it on the show last time. But I'm going to say it again. We went to see the Grinch. I took her to see the Grinch, me and her. And she said beforehand... There's no knife parts, is there? There's no knife <laughs> parts funny. in the movie. And I said, no, there's no knife parts. It's okay. There's no knife parts. It's the Grinch. No knife parts. The trailer started up, and the very first trailer was for The Rambo Kid Who Would Be King, Five. which is the sword oh. and the stone. Yeah. And so immediately there's the sword and all this darkness with like a, all this uh, you know dark theme and lightning crackling and the sword being pulled out. And she's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> she's, she had like cuddle up. And she was freaking out. She's like, there's a knife part. There's a knife part. And I was like, it's okay. It's just a trailer. It's going to be over with. But it was so funny that I promised her like, no knife parts. Yeah. The very first thing, knife parts. You part. see, that's what happens. You, yeah. You, set, you, tell, you tell a kid that it's going to be okay. And it's going to be not. a certain way and then it always goes bad. You tell, you tell Blaze that there aren't, there's not going to be any boobies and, yeah. and Logan. <laughs> and Logan and, and, and then they boom, show up. There's what, a boobie. what can you do? Yeah, that was great. That was Mike says it's fine. He says there's no boobs involved at all. <laughs> I, I, I knew I was coming. I really didn't remember. Yeah. As it was happening, I was like, this this is going to have boobs right here. Yeah. And I tried to. Like, no! But it was too late. Yeah. You can see everything. Uh, let's see. Bill Tackett says Bumblebee was a glorified girl with her dog movie. I've kind of heard a little bit of a similar thing where it's. It's, you know, they try to make Bumblebee into this kind of cuddly companion, but at the same time, he's this war machine type of thing that's supposed to be this super, you know, spy for the Autobots. Um, but at the same time, they try to make him kind of the, the cuddly companion thing, which is kind of... A, Haven't they been doing that with all yeah. the Transformers movies? Kind of, yeah. They kind of do that. But the other ones were were pretty awful, except for the first one. I, I went into the first one thinking, I'm going to hate this. The yeah. first Transformers film... It was gonna be awful, and watching it, I was like, okay, that wasn't that bad. That was that was better than the hell it was gonna be. But I think my expectations were so low on that first yeah. one, and then the rest were like, oh, these these are really bad. So, but yeah, they they do the Bumblebee companion thing with Spike in those other movies. So, I guess that's just how it is. Uh, Bill Taggart says the first two minutes were pretty glorious, though, for the movie. Oh, the whole movie needed to be like the first two minutes. Ooh. So, oh, I'm gonna see if I can get the first two minutes I'm on DVD in that first two minutes. Go see a different movie. 
Uh, still better than the Michael Bay Transformers movie, but yeah, the movie is made for kids, and they brought back more classic Transformers designs, which is something they should have done from the very beginning. Yeah. You're oh. doing that property. You should make it look like that property. That's... I mean, I, I never understand that. We talk about it on the show a lot. But going after a property and then changing it to the point where it's unrecognizable. Yeah. Why do that? Just make up your own, then. You could have made a... His Transformers look like shredded pop cans. Yeah. Just make a movie of the shredded pop can machines. Don't call it Transformers, then. You know? Call it Shredders. Call it the shredded pop can mans. You know? Yeah. Soda slice. Soda slice dudes. All right. That is everything I have written down so far. Do you have anything? I don't have anything written down. I, I guess I don't. I just don't know what's happening. You, you're not up with it anymore, man. I, I you spend what three or four days a week on job sites, building houses. You can't see like what's going on in the world. You can't pop culture. You can't. You're you're on like an iPhone two. I need to get. You don't even have internet. On that I need thing. to get the eye glasses. You need to get a Google Watch. I need to get a Google Glass. Google Glasses, so you can watch and have the screen pop culture stuff. Yeah, like Minority Report. You can put your hands yeah. out and it'll look like three B is yeah. on the taking this and going to the next. Hey, what the page. heck are you doing? Yeah, uh, I'm. Don't just, worry about it. I'm just checking I'm, Toy News Eye. I'm gonna fix the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's fun to watch movies. If there was a, a thing on Shield like that where Colson. I, I enjoying the show. This is not a dig of the show, but when they're doing that, where oh, yeah. they have the whole 3D and people have to go like this and do like this with their hands and all the stuff gets added in later on. And I've seen it. It's so obvious that he's just doing this on a, on a set. And they're having to add yeah, stuff they later have to on. Add stuff. So it's just funny to me to, to think about those actors having to do that. Like, okay, well, now you're going to pretend like there's a menu and you have to do, do some stuff with your hands <laughs> to make it seem yeah. like you're going through all the different yeah. 3D files. It just looks silly. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing it right here. and like We can add it in later on. Let's please do. I wish we would. Yeah, I wish uh, we would too. Google. That reminds me. I watched a, a little-known sci-fi movie the other day called Runaway with Tom Selleck. Okay. And it was made back in the 80s. It's got Kirstie Alley in it and Gene Simmons from Kiss. He's the from vi- Kiss? He's the villain. Now, the movie has a lot of shortcomings. Yeah. It's a low-budget film, obviously. It's... It's not fantastic. I'm not saying I necessarily recommend it, but if you happen to catch it at like midnight sometime when you're up, okay. give it a watch. They they have these all these little robots. Uh, it's in the future, and robots are doing everything for society, sort of like... Every future sort of, movie. Yeah, <laughs> like the Jetsons or something. You know, those robots are doing everything. And of course... Um, there's a chip that's been installed in some of them. They're going bad. Well, some of them go bad anyway. And that's what Tom Selleck's job is. He's a cop who specializes in robotics. Robots that go bad. Yeah. And, um, but a few things in there, this was made in the eighties, a few things that foretold the future. Okay. Okay. They had iPads. They had Bluetooths. Okay. They had cell phones. Whoa. And laptop computers. Think about it. What did it, what did Tom Selleck know that we don't know? He's a time traveler. He's a time traveler. Man. Anyway, speaking of Tom Selleck, it's pretty neat. Uh, two things. Well, you maybe think of two things while you're talking about that. We're still cruising right along with Goldberg's. We yeah. watch it every single night, at least one episode every single night. Yeah. I think we're on season three now. Um, and there was the episode where uh, Murray and Bill they they watch Magnum PI yeah, and yeah. grow mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny, man. <laughs> that show is so. Good. That's good. Uh, yeah, and she shaves his mustache in the middle of the night while he's sleeping. 
<laughs> you took my magnum. <laughs> my magnum. <laughs> my magnum. Yeah. And he gets him a little brush for it. Yeah. Mustache Too good. Right. And then you said fantastic. That made me think of Fantastic Four. And uh, I watched, there's on Voodoo, Voodoo, V-U-D-U. Yep. You go to Voodoo, which is Magic. one of these like, streaming digital online movie things. But if you go to Voodoo.com, you can watch Doomed, the story behind the unreleased Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie for free. Oh. You, can, you can stream it for free over there. Uh, and I watched it, and it was really good. Now, that was the first bootleg movie I ever bought, was yeah. the Roger Corman unreleased Fantastic Four movie. And I remember seeing articles going into the movie being released. I think, wow, this is they're doing a Fantastic Four movie. This is going to be fun. This is pre-X-Men. Wasn't that pre-X-Men? pre-X-Men. It was like yeah. 1994, man. I, thought, yeah. I mean, it was after the X-Men cartoon. But right, at that but point, it was, was going to be the first Marvel movie since, what, Punisher, maybe? At, at, at that point, I think we had yeah. Punisher and Cap, which were both unreleased. And the time they were talking about the, the Fantastic Four movie, when these articles were happening, it was going to go to theaters. It was going to be Marvel's first movie in the theaters at that point. Punisher wasn't in theaters? I don't think so. No, okay. I think that or if it was, it was overseas. I think it was straight to video over here. Okay. Um, but it was going to go to theaters. And I remember seeing the costumes thinking, oh, this looks a little cheesy, but it's Fantastic Four. This could this going to be fun, man, going to see a Fantastic Four movie. And then it didn't come out. Uh, at movie theaters, and it didn't come out on DVD, and there was reports that it was going to be unreleased, that it was it was not going to come out to theaters after all, and it was not going to be released at all. I remember checking in, like, it was back in Toy Shop News or Toy Shop Magazine. It was this big newspaper magazine, and there was a dealer in back that sold bootleg tapes through the mail, and I had to buy a money order and send it through the mail to get a copy of this product. And it's still here. It's in that, that drawer over there. But anyway, um, getting to watch this movie, the whole storyline behind the movie getting made, it was kind of it was very sad to watch because they had all the cast in the the documentary, um, like everybody from the film, the, the director of the film was all they all participated in this documentary, and they when they were making the movie, they thought they were really making the movie, like they were, they got the rights to the movie, they were moving forward with the movie, and to them they were just doing the best job they could with this limited Roger Corman budget, but they were going to be in movie theaters, and Roger Corman movies didn't go to movie theaters that point but they were going to get a shot at going to theaters and everybody was so excited for this project to happen and they put their heart and souls into this movie um and then it became clear at the very end of production and getting the editing process that the goal was never to even this movie to get even released that it was to just retain the rights to make fantastic four movies that this company constantine films or whatever and it was a bargaining piece for you know fox and Marvel or whatever to buy the rights back from them and somebody get a big payday as the, the main guy. So but they had to be in production on a film, Fantastic Four film to retain these rights. Mm. Uh, so they had to move forward with this movie that it sounds like they never planned on releasing. And they don't know, like the director didn't know, none of the stars knew. They don't think Roger Corman was even aware at the time that they were making a movie that was never going to be released. And it was simply being made just so they could, retain rights and show that it's a viable property and then sell it for more money um, later on, which really stinks Hogwash. that they did that to all these people. Yeah. And even, you know, rest in peace, Stan Lee, but even it came across like there were some people talking where Stan Lee would visit the set and then he went to, and he was very kind to everyone there. And then he would go on these things and talk about how horrible the movie looked 
at some point it became clear that Stan was on the side of the other people and trying to get the film rights back. And the way to do it was to dog this movie, to be on the set and talking with them and being nice to them and everything. And then be as part of the team to badmouth this film and get the, the rights back. Stan was let me play. De- let me play devil's advocate here yeah. for Stan. Uh, being nice to the actors might not necessarily equate thinking that the movie looked good because as fun as it was, it really might but not have met their uh, expectations. That's kind of, I mean, all the people that really were trying hard to make this film what it is and him kind of dog it in there and say, it looks awful. Don't go see it. That's really not kind to the people that are working on it. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm saying it from my perspective, yeah. watching these actors talk about it and you can hear the hurt, like the guy yeah. playing the thing and how, he talked about how the Stan was on the set and he talked about you were you're what I envisioned for Ben Grimm. And he said, and then to see him going around and talk about how awful we were and how terrible it looked and to ignore us really just just hurt. And you could see it like really hurt him. And the guy that played Mr. Fantastic is the same thing where he's speaking of a place of hurt. Like it's like, you're gonna do that? Like you're gonna come he around here him? and huh? Stan ignored them? Well, to, he told people to ignore the film. Oh, to ignore the film. Don't see the film, basically. And it looks awful. We have nothing to do with this movie. Mm. It it did kind of stink. Yeah. You know, like, and I, I agree that Stan, and we've talked on the show before, that Stan had great contributions to this. But at the same time, he does take a lot of the credit for stuff that other people did, too. You know, and he's not the only architect in the Marvel Universe. So t- to hear that he would maybe be on the side of, this is where the... the this is where your paycheck gets signed and maybe dog the film and not care about all those contributors and the people that did that. It's possible that it, it did occur that way. I don't yeah. like to speak ill of the dead, but yeah. watch the thing and you can see the hurt in the people's faces. It's not cool. You know, go to Voodoo and check try. it out. Uh, let's see. Um, that's Hollywood for you. You're the best thing ever until you're not James Bacon's here. What's up, dude? So yeah, it was, uh, it was really fun to watch though. It was a really interesting documentary. Um, and supposedly Avi Arad, who's I hate Avi Arad. He seems like a real piece of work. Uh, supposedly he said that he bought the print of the film just to destroy it. Hmm. Like he just he bought it to, and he burned it. And who's that dude? He's like this producer guy through Marvel okay. that claims a lot of credit for a lot of things that that happen. And it's uh it gets to be sort of annoying to see Avi Arad always put his name on everything. So no chance of the movie getting released? That's what he said. Now, I'm, I'm kind of spoiling some things that happened in the movie. but So they finished it, and they they said, you've got to give us the print. And so they had to turn over the print. And then the director and the editor tried to break in. They broke into like the Roger Corman studios or whatever. I can't remember what he said exactly. And they looked for it, and it was gone. It was already gone because they were going to get it, and they were going to get a copy of it made before it was just gone. Yeah. That Avi Rod said in some interview that he bought it, the print, and then destroyed it so that nobody would ever see it. But the director says, and the movie's out there, the director said that he'd taken the print at one point to get it a couple of master copies made for dubbing or something. And he thinks that the guy at the dubbing place, some place, dubbing place in Hollywood, saw it was a Fantastic Four movie and made a copy himself. Hmm. And that's how the copies have circulated throughout year, these years. And he even says in the thing, like, whoever did that, thank you, because the movie would be gone if it weren't yeah. for that one person that decided to make a copy. And that's the case. If that one guy made that copy and this, all these copies have come 
from that one copy that's made. That is crazy. Yeah. But that one guy that made that copy has made it so so many people can see this unreleased film. But it's got to be. He couldn't have destroyed it. And they even say that in the documentary. Like, if you're into films, if you're an actual film lover yeah. and your producer, you don't destroy film. Yeah, you that's, don't, what, that's what I was just thinking. How you don't ir- burn it. How irresponsible. Yeah, you would not do that. Just historically speaking, you, you think, yeah, this is this is bad, but it's it happened. It existed, and these people worked on it, and here it is, and... I've seen I've seen it, and there's things that you could probably learn how to do. Yeah. In that, you know, I didn't think the thing costume looked all that bad. I like the thing costume. There's I don't think I've gotten the thing better since. Doctor Doom. He uh, looks like Doctor Doom. Yeah. He's wearing the Doctor Doom suit. As far as, I mean, the movie is very low budget, yeah. and it's not the greatest actors in the world, but it is the best translation of the Fantastic Four in film so far, like from the comic to film. It's got it the best. And, you know, I'll, I'll take the, the Chris Evans movies. I think, other than their treatment of Doom and Galactus, they're fine. I mean, they're not the best movies in the world, but they're fine Fantastic Four movies. Yeah. They absolutely destroy Doctor Doom. He's awful in those movies. Uh, but as far as the movies go, that one's probably the closest to a Fantastic Four comic book. Seems like somebody, Marvel or Corman, whoever would would agree to, like, or Marvel give permission to Corman's studios to say, let's put this out. Put it out yeah. with the documentary. Exactly. Put it out together. Put it out. It's got to be out there still. It's yeah, got to sure. be. And I think people would love to see a cleaned up version of it. Yeah. Even in the one guy that plays Dr. Doom in the movie and said, even as a special feature on one of your other releases, this is money that's laying on the table. Right. He And he made the point that more people have seen the movie now that it's unreleased and it's more interesting now than it had it been released. Right. You know, it's become more of a thing now and it still is talked about or doing a documentary on it. Whereas if it was just a movie that made out the theaters and it wasn't very good and it was low budget and people didn't care about it, it would be gone. You wouldn't even talk about it now. But now it has a, a following. People would like to see a cleaned up version just to see what it was like. Um, and he even said that he wished he could have redubbed more lines as Dr. Doom because a lot of it's on set audio that's yeah. in what you see now. And it's tough to understand him sometimes. And he said, I would come back and dub those lines. Like I would redub everything so you can actually understand mm-hmm. what he's saying. Do it like a cleaned up version. And the director is saying, I would like to see one that's as is, and then one where the effects are cleaned up to show what kind of movie we really could have done yeah. with the effects, go back in with CGI or something, yeah. like a special edition or something. I would love that. And Why not? it's got to be out there. It's got to be. I would really hope that it's not destroyed. I'm going to catch up on these real quick here. Do it. Um, Aaron Bison says, I hear Avi had a big hand in everything, which is cool, but from interviews, he does seem like a jerk. And he does seem like a jerk. He's very much a, look what I did. Put my name on that. Put my name on that. Um, Bacon says it isn't about posterity for some people. It's about money and prestige. It's very true. If something damages either of those, it's disposable. Very true. Um, Blaze says I'm interested in seeing what the Marvel Studios will do with the Fantastic Four, which apparently that deal is like done. Disney Fox mergers over because there was some company letter that went out and actually has the Disney letterhead on it now. Fox it got leaked or something. I don't know. Um, and Iron Bison says, well, they can't do any worse than than latest Fantastic Four, which is very true. Uh, I still have not watched the latest I forgot, Fantastic Four. I forgot all about that. Even. Uh, let's see. Doom is one of the best villains in the Marvel Universe. He's never gotten a good treatment. Yes, that's, that's very true. Yeah. Um, and then Doom Doomerson says, oh, wow, live. And yes, it is live. Welcome. It's funny that your name is Doom Doomerson because we were just talking about Dr. Doom. So odd timing on that. Welcome. Uh, yeah. Uh, where are we at now? We're at one hour. Yeah. Um, so Doom Doomerson, you're joining us right as we're coming up on the hour mark, which is close to when we're going to 
cut off the episode. Yeah. But if you have anything you want to say, go ahead and throw it in here now because we'll probably talk for a couple more minutes. Uh, yeah. Um, go watch that, though. You should watch it. It's a fun documentary, man. Did you ever watch the... I don't have Voodoo, but yeah. I, I... You can watch it on anything. Well, like, what can I watch it on? Like, on a computer land. Can I watch it on my phone? You probably can't try it right now. I can't. I got the streaming on right now. Oh, dang it. But you can turn the streaming off. Maybe I could use Voodoo to do it. You could use Voodoo to do it. I'll try that. Voodoo do it. I'll try that. <laughs> we have Voodoo on our TV, I think. Do you? It's an option. Okay, well, it's you can smart watch it on there. TV. Have you watched the unreleased Fantastic Four movie ever? Yeah, I have. You have watched it? Okay. I can't remember if I did from beginning to end, but I've definitely seen a we used to play at the store a lot. That's right. And I think you let me borrow it at one point. It's on YouTube. I'm yeah, not the biggest Fantastic Four fan in the world anyway. Uh, to say that I was a Fantastic Four fan would be an overstatement to begin with. I, yeah, I do, I a Fantastic Four. Yeah. Fan. Fanatic. Yeah. Fanatic Four. Fanatic Four. Yeah. Yeah. You're a fanatic for the four. Uh, well, but, I mean... But it was, you know, it's fun. I can see the value in that, and I seen other Roger Corman movies and you kind of know what what it's going to be what, what, you're, you're what gonna it's going to be and and I grew up with the having nothing but the Captain America with the motorcycle helmet yeah. from the TV TV, TV movies. movies and the TV Spider-Man from the 70s and shoot on the outside yeah yeah which I think is kind of cool I kinda, it is kind of cool I kinda like that, that should design. be on a DVD why isn't that on DVD uh, there's that, a ton of stuff that should I, be on a DVD I feel like Marvel is you know they 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 don't want certain things interfering with their image, which yeah. I kind of get that. You want to make you make sure quality happens, but um, is it them who's they keep things from getting clearance at stores? Uh, is it Marvel who's doing that, or is it somebody mean? else? Like like if they have a clearance sticker on some of their stuff that hasn't sold, it looks bad for the brand. So oh, there's, yeah. a, there's like a. They kind of put the smack down on that we and say, well, we're not going to clearance yet. Yeah. You're going to carry this for a little bit longer. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it seems odd that but like for you, DC, it was a matter of licensing to get like the 60s Batman show out on DVD. Like that was a big licensing yeah. nightmare for the longest time. And I don't know if maybe that's the same case for Marvel. Maybe there's some kind of licensing stuff where could they put the old stuff out. But I, I would think that people would, would buy that live action Spider-Man series. No kidding. They well, would buy. Well, like you said, it's money on the table. Yeah. For all these things, I totally. mean, you're already you're getting inundated with superhero movies left and right now, and they're all of a certain caliber or quality. Even if you taste, you know, if you don't like it, still you're getting brand new, flashy superhero movies. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting to go back and say, well, what, where it came from? What what was there to offer? I mean, because you got you got all the DC stuff and uh, Wonder Woman and Batman, and but that that Spider Man was. Pretty neat. When I was a kid, I was I remember like, watching oh, it on Thanksgiving. They cool. would show it on Thanksgiving. Yeah. They would show like a bunch of episodes on sci-fi or something, maybe. I can't remember where I would watch them at. See, if sci-fi, sci-fi gets the rights, I mean, some, yeah. somebody's got, somebody has somebody that has somewhere and could put it out. I would also watch, I know they're not very good, but I would watch the, I'd buy the Generation X TV movie and the Nick Fury, David Hasselhoff movie. Yeah. They're not very good. No. But you'd have them. I'd have them. They did put out the, the Captain America. Let's see. Uh, let's get caught up on here. Um, hang on one second. I'll hang on. Done this Into the Spider-Verse review. You did, Bill. I loved it. I loved Into the Spider-Verse. So you have to listen to the actual podcast to see it and hear all my thoughts on it. But uh, well, I didn't I didn't expand too much on my no, thoughts. No, you didn't. Stuff. But the animation was great. The storyline was great. The voice acting was great. Um, 
Just great movie. Yeah. Loved it. Loved Into the Spider-Verse. It's my third favorite Spider-Man movie. Because nothing over top the, the two Tommy Wires. The first two Tommy Wires for me. Uh, Dune Universe says, I'm here, dude. My kids and I collect and watch your videos regularly. Oh, that's awesome. Great fun on the tour of you, guy. Bring back Michael Keaton as old man Bruce Wayne. Yes. Yeah. Michael Keaton as old man Bruce Wayne is something we have talked about a few times on the show, and we would love to see that. Uh, Bill Taggett's watching this with the boys while eating dinner. Hope you're having a good dinner. Yeah. Uh, that's quite the, that's going to be a good dinner. Let's see. You know they're having a Dolph good time. Dolph Punisher. What about Dolph Punisher, James Bacon? J- Dolph Punisher's great. Yeah. Dolph Punisher is my favorite uh, Punisher movie. Speaking of which, there was discussion of the next episode we do being about Dolph movies. Yeah. Just covering dolphin movies. Dolph, dolphin movies, yeah. Like Flipper. Finding Nemo. Yeah. You know. Free Willy. Little Mermaid. Things that had yes. dolphins in them. Yes. Piranha. Free, Free Willy 2. Jaws. Jaws 3D. Yep. Leviathan. All those. Abyss. All, all the, those movies with all dolphins the, in them. All the movies. All the movies that have dolphins yeah. in them, we'll do all of them in one. Uh, it'll be a long episode. We got every, every dolphin movie. Get your swim fins yeah. off. Finding Nemo's. Finding Dory's. Free Willy 2. Free Willy 2, The Adventures Back. I don't know what that was called, actually. <laughs> I think it was called The Adventures Back. No way. It can't be. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> that would be great. It might as well have been. It was They're just telling flat out, look, The Adventures Back, okay? It's the sequel to Free Will. You had Adventure the first time. It's back. You know the first one was good enough. You, you knew it was good enough. The first one is all we needed to do. Free that Willy was, is free already. It's a contained story. It was free. <laughs> we told you in the title what's happening. Speaking of which... All right, let me catch up on this real quick. Uh, Swamp Thing's Pickle. <laughs> That's from Alpatron. Oh, no, I remember. I remember <laughs> Return of Swamp Thing. Yes, remember uh, renting Return of Swamp Thing and having that scene. That scene and she, and and she picks the pickle off of him and eats it. I was like, what is going uh, on? That's why she's so sick nowadays. I was like, like 10 years old. <laughs> I was talking about that the other day. It's like 10 years old. <laughs> um, he's He Man, Frank Castle, I'm Drago, the King Guy from the new Aquaman. Yes, I haven't seen Aquaman yet. Sequest, that's why I got a dolphin in it. There's yeah. a dolphin action figure from that line. Uh, See, lab. episode where you go through all the director's movies like you do with actors. That's a great idea. Wait, um, what was that one? Blaze said you should go to an episode where you go through all of a certain director's movies like we do all oh. of one actor's movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good uh, idea. What was your opinion of Bane from The Dark Knight Rises as compared to the Bane we knew beforehand? Awful. Sorry. I didn't even make it through A Dark Knight Rises all the way. Sorry, Sorry I, if you like it. It's just that's my opinion. I still haven't watched that movie. Bane is a great villain of the comics, and he was not treated well in Dark Rises. Um, uh, what was I going to say? We were talking about Dolph, Punisher. I lost it. Well, we are talking about directors. Uh, I lost movies. it, man. It's gone. Come on, please. Ah, Dolphins. Ah. Talk about Sequest. Was it about Jonathan Brandis? It was. Was it about Sidekicks? I missed Jonathan Brandis. Was it Ladybugs? It was. Jonathan Brandis. Why'd you have to do it? Don't do it, You could have made Brandis. so many good... You could have. More good movies. It's okay. Sequest was doing fine. It was still in the air. I don't know if it was. Well, <laughs> I don't know if that's true at all. It was in syndication. <laughs> I think he was way past. I had the Sequest uh, being on air. <laughs> I had the I had the Roy Scheider figure. Yes. From Sequest. Yeah. And I used it to make a custom crow figure. That's the right move. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I want because to buy he already Enterprise figure, because though. he already had black. He already had black. It was a good start. He already had the black suit on. That's why I chose that Toy Biz Batman to make Spawn. Painted, not a good... It's all black. Batman is a better Spawn than yeah. Roy Scheider is a crow. It was crow. pretty awful, though, because he had those like things on his legs. I just left them on there, the armor. He had that belt <laughs> piece. I just put some Clay-Doh in the belt hole. <laughs> Trying to make a skull out of it. Used my sister's nail polish for yeah. red. Nice. That's all I could do. That's what you had. <laughs> That's what I had. I had the tools. I had the talent. Yep. 
Uh, let's see. Um, only watched a few episodes for Roy Scheider. Yeah, I've heard good things about Sequest, but I never. I haven't heard anything good about Sequest. I back when it was on, I heard. Back well, when it was on, didn't the Johnson Brandis figure have like a jacket and a wetsuit? Yeah. Like bare feet or something. No, he had, and they made a dolphin figure. He had those boat shoes that were popular. You know those? Oh yeah, the those, boat shoes. Those water shoes. Yeah, like water dogs. Like water dogs. <laughs> They're slip-on shoes, you know, and they were the same color as your wetsuit or your biker shorts. Yeah, that you, you were gonna have. Match. They were black with like a uh, like a royal blue or yeah. neon green or something. That's what he. Was That's, what he That's what That's the he had. That's what the figure had. Yeah. Yeah. Were there any bad guys in that line? It was a guy like was wearing a cowboy hat and like a duster. Yeah, but I don't know if he was good I think or bad. He was dusty man because he didn't go well with water. <laughs> he turned into mud man. <laughs> I gotta look it up. I gotta was, find that guy's name now. Hang on. He was a bad guy. I wouldn't collect him. I didn't. Uh, he was dusty man. Yeah, you didn't have no interest in him. Have you an interest in a saltwater? I do. Hang on. Let's see here. Water world figure. No, it's not water world. No, no, no. What you're gonna? I'm looking at water world. They're water all world dusty mans. Sequest. I didn't paint any of my water worlds. Okay, I'm gonna look him up. I see him. I see him. He does look like a dusty man. Okay. The regulator. <laughs> <laughs> he's got on these weird white glasses yeah. and he's got dusty clothes on. And he comes with a monkey. Is he a bad guy or is he a. Um... His name is the regulator and he looks like a dusty man. Sounds like a bad guy. So it seems like he would probably be a bad guy. I'm going to call him a bad guy. Uh, let's see. I did watch that show when it came on, but I it didn't last long for me. But yeah. I was pretty hey, young. Josh Pence is here. What's up, I was dude? pretty young. Maybe Maybe it was above my head. Yeah. I, you know, I, I was interested because it had a, a, like looked like a spaceship, but it was really a water ship. That's how they do it. That's how they get you. You think you're watching a space show, but it's not. I watched an alien knockoff called was Leviathan. Like a, was it a submarine? It's like a look at, they look like a submarine or they look like a spaceship. Now like I a, want to say it looked like a it looked like, like a submarine. Fish. It looked like a submarine. Looked like a fish submarine, though. Like Nemo's uh, Nautilus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you think it, they probably chose Roy Scheider because of the Jaws connection? Oh yeah. You would think. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Look, we know you fought the shark before, but now we want you to save the sharks. We want you to talk with the dolphins. Quest. Yeah. Deep sea vehicle. That's what DSV stands for, right? You think you'd be willing to go on a sea quest? But you want to take you on a sea cruise? Have you, seen the, have you seen the movie Ladybugs? Have you seen Ladybugs? Because you got that kid. He's in it. He's willing to go on the quest. Are you? He's Jonathan Brandis. Speaking of speaking of underwater uh, sci-fi movies that look like spaceships and Jaws, I watched a movie called Leviathan Yeah. with uh, Peter Weller. Robo, oh, Robo, Robocop. Robocop is Robocom. in it. Robocop. Robocop's in it. Yeah. And it's, it's an alien ripoff. Okay. Almost 100%. But it had a pretty... I think I may have seen this. The set looks really nice, and it's got... Um, Ernie Hudson is in it, too. I have seen this. It's not bad. Up until the end, the monster comes don't out... Don't spoil of, it. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but the monster comes out of the water, and Peter Weller's in the water, and he has... I forget what he has with him, a rocket launcher or a flamethrower... Not a flamethrower, a flare gunner. I don't remember what he has, but he goes... Say ah, mother effer, <laughs> and, and he shoots something. And I, I was laughing so hard because the movie's relatively serious. It's Up like to that point, it's a check out. It's an alien. It's like they wrote the line first, and the movie came around. Oh yeah, you, you know, know they were like, remember Jaws? Remember Jaws? Remember when he said smile? Remember Jaws. 
Yeah. It was just like that. And you know they were just trying to take something from Jaws. Yeah. And it, it, didn't, it didn't come off. It, it didn't was, work. It's worth watching almost just for that. All right. I got to catch up on some, some comments here. Uh, Alpha Trion says, is the Rogues Gallery 5-pack ever coming back? Can't find it anywhere. The Batman animated Rogues Gallery 5-pack that had, it was the yeah. only way you could get the Mr. Freeze you wanted and the Killer Croc you wanted and the Bane that you wanted and the uh, Poison Ivy you wanted all in this one set in the Montoya. And it was like $200. Am I right about that? Is that the DC? It's like $200. DC, um, DC Direct? Yeah, the DC Collectibles one. DC okay. Direct, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was like 200 and some dollars, I want to say, retail. And everybody's like, wow, this is crazy expensive. Yeah. And everybody thought that they would break it up because at that point, DC Collectibles was going to give them the shaft to collectors and doing, here's this. No, here it is again with something else. But they haven't. They've never run it back. I will tell you, though, if you're deciding to go after that, the quality on that is awful. We had we opened two sets at Christmas. And I want to say, if Blaze is on here, he can chime in. I want to say like, Four out of the ten figures total were, were broken out of the box. So buy yourself a pack and, yeah. a, and a little bit of uh, super glue. Just super glue everything. Um, let's see. Some sort of underwater cowboy pirate. That's exactly what that regular guy looks like. Underwater cow uh, cowboy pirate. Doom Doomerson asked for our favorite Batman animated series episode. That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, uh, we did a Batman animated series episode, although that's been so long it ago. It has been a long time. Mine change from time to time. I... Yeah, there are some great ones that sh that I watch and I think, wow, I forgot this how good that one. was. No, this is the best one. I would say Heart of Ice. Heart is of up Ice there. is fantastic. Over and the Edge from the New Batman Adventures is on there. I I have to say, probably just consistently without a doubt for me, it's the Grey Ghost. Yeah, Grey Ghost is great. It's a great episode. It's a great episode. It is a great episode. It's got Adam West is back. Two-parters make it tough, too. We had when we did this podcast, it was tough because I think we chose both favorite episodes and favorite two-parters, maybe. Feet of Clay. Feet of Clay, was the second part is really great. And then Robin's Reckoning is so good. Like, it's great. The whole origin of Robin, that was an amazing two-parter. Um, it's deep sea vessel until the later seasons when it becomes a deep space vessel. I couldn't roll my eyes hard enough. Justin James Bacon said, so it does become a space vessel? Wow. So they go in space with it? We've conquered underwater. What about... Space. Oh wait, he made a joke. Oh, uh, that was a joke. I got fooled. Oh man, I was like for real. We haven't seen it, so I was totally buying into the fact that the idea that they would have done that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Nate says, "Demon's Quest, Heart of Ice, Great Ghost, Great Ghost Rock." My favorite has to be the one about Hardak. What? That's that was really a, good too. That's a, yeah. Um, Over the Edge is great. Yes, it is. Garbage Pail Kids, the movie commentary from both of you. Have you ever watched Garbage Pail Kids? Yeah. I used to rent it. Did we watch it together at Bad Movie Night one night? No, I wasn't there. But um, yeah. I did rent it quite a bit from yeah. Kroger. Kroger. Back when Kroger was had a video store. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember that. Okay. My favorite part is at the end where all the, the home for the ugly or something, and they have all the cages labeled with like too crippled and like <laughs> too hairy and all these things. Too crippled. Yeah. <laughs> That's just not nice. Yeah. It's it's too too far. Too much. Uh, James Bacon was joking about the name change. That's not a funny joke. We bought it. That's not a nice thing to do. Uh, let's see. TJ Nick says, Mondo did a print series of Batman animated series with Phantom City Creative that are all fantastic. We'll have to look into those. That sounds pretty hmm. cool. Um, Honda McLean or Matt Tracker from Joe Younger. 
Hondo McLean or Matt Tracker? Come on, dude. Matt Tracker is the leader of the team. Matt Tracker is cool. Matt Tracker is cool, but Hondo did have that cool half mask. He had the awesome half mask. We're talking about mask right now. And, it, mask and he had the truck. And then he also had the 57 Chevy after that. Yeah. So he went from Firecracker and it got destroyed in the episode. Mm. And then he, he moved on to the 57 Chevy. So he had two good vehicles. The truck was one of my favorites. I mean, I did enjoy yeah. the... My trucker is kind of boring. He I, might be right. I, I may have turned around right here as we're talking. I did have the Rhino, too, but... Uh, Hondo's cool. James Bacon says, I like Bruce and Mask. Bruce Sato was actually my favorite in Mask. So I When I was a kid, too, because I had the motorcycle. He had Lifter. Lifter was a cool mask. It could lift things. Lift the arm. It could, like, it could pretend it to lift. It could pretend. pretend. To That's what all the packaging said. You, you, this mask pretends to lift things. Yeah. They don't want to go too far. They want to promise things that the mask couldn't do. <laughs> the inanimate objects are pretending. They're you, pretending to do it. You don't pretend. You don't pretend it. It pretends on its own. It's you don't like have to it, worry about it. It's it pretends by itself. Uh, let's see. He, do, he says they do go into space, though. They don't change the name of the vehicle, but they do go into space. Uh, you, you might be being... I'm leg, not going to fall for it. Your legs are being pulled it. again. I'm not buying it. Uh, who wins, Bane for Batman and Robin movie or Dark Knight Returns Bane? I'm going to go with Bane for the Batman and Robin movie. Oh, man. Because he gets juiced up on Venom and he like, he does monkey work. Remember that? Don't put me in that position. I, Do it. I haven't even seen Dark Knight and I'm picking Dark Knight. Ah, I'll, I, take, I'll take Batman and Robin. I hate, that Bane wasn't good for, it wasn't for Bane good. either. He was, hey, it looks like Bane though. It made him dumb. He looks like Bane though. He does have. He does have. I'm a not suit. saying he's good. He does have a suit that looks like Bane. I never said he was good. I like this taffy. This is, but this stays in your mouth for a long time. It's gonna be hard to do the show with it. I figured, I found that out. I'm gonna put it over here. That yeah. one's mine. Uh, all right. I think we're about caught up here, right? And yeah, we're, we're, we're now an hour and seventeen minutes too. But people are chiming in now, so I hate to just turn it off. So we'll just keep going. We'll go for a little bit. We'll go for a little bit longer. It's 150. It's 150. Let's see. Uh, so if you're just listening to this audio, this might get a little boring, but we're going to, I think there's some cool comments in here, so it, hopefully it won't be boring. Okay, let's see. Uh, I've never had any of the toys or watched the tomb, but those toys are very cool. He's Myron Bison here talking about probably the mask toys, yep. and they are really cool, and it's kind of a surprise that that's never been brought back. That's the one toy line from the yep. 80s that I remember being huge mm-hmm. and not coming back. That's kind of crazy. Well, they, they did Vortex. Which was a sad invitation for it. Was not, yeah, it not good. Close. But it seems like that was Hasbro, wasn't it? Yeah. So Hasbro owned Kenner at that. Yeah, point. it seems like they were trying to yeah, get. I don't know that. why you wouldn't just do the thing, but even reissues. Yeah. If they would just say like, well, here's here's these again here's in different these. different colors or something. They're still great. You'll enjoy them. Great. Um, I'm I'm falling way behind now. Shadow Strikers. Jamie Demeter? I may have said your name wrong. Batman Forever was the greatest Batman movie ever made. That's a strong opinion that you've had there. I disagree with you, but I'm glad to hear that somebody chimed to... in with something other than the Nolan movies. Maybe he's trying to get your goat. It's probably my least favorite Batman movie. Uh, well, I take that back. I don't like Dark Knight at all. I gotta be honest. I can't sit through Dark Knight. Hmm. Uh, Batman Forever, at least, I can enjoy Riddler, and I can enjoy Robin in the movie. Um, and Batman and Robin... I actually enjoy more than Batman Forever because the, the Arnold one-liners are so great. Throughout the entire movie, I just love Arnold. The entire movie. Um, when you get Bill Tackett asks, best fave Pixie song or album? I don't know nothing about music, so this one is all you. Uh, it's probably because you have a Pixel shirt on. Oh yeah, It's probably. actually a Pixel shirt. He really loves that. Yeah, Adam I love Sandler the Adam film. Sandler movie. It's not the band. Um, oh, put me in a hard spot. 
Favorite song might be Monkey's Gone to Heaven. Favorite overall album is probably Doolittle. Uh, so, uh, although, I like Dr. Doolittle, too. Are you the original or are you talking about the... The original. Okay. The album is actually named after, uh, I think, after the, the Dr. Doctor Doolittle. Um, yeah. Uh, Alpha Tryon asks, how do our wives like our toy collecting? What's the question? How do our wives... I guess, how do they relate? How do they yeah, react to our toy collecting? That's a good question. That's a good question. Um... You want to go first? Sure. I'll, I'll go first. Um, my wife does not understand it at all. Yeah. And I, I had to, had to explain, try to explain to her one that I don't spend a lot of money on it. You know, that she knows about that. She knows about no um, guy that only spends a hundred dollars on books. It was like, it could be like, books. I a hundred dollars. Yeah. He's not interested in it. Could be worse. Yeah. Uh, second of all, you know, I like to put things up, around my office and I'm an artist. So I like inspiration. I also appreciate the artwork that goes into a, a toy because yeah. for me, it's how is this sculpted? How do all the pieces fit together? You know, did somebody do a good job on it? And it's all those things. And, and of course it has the, the properties usually that's yeah. some property that there's has, some kind of relation you have. To yeah. That. Or, or, or something that relates to my childhood. And it's like, I get to step back into that for just a little bit. You know, and of course I'm not, you know, I don't buy everything I want and I don't spend, I personally don't buy $200 dolls, you know, um, even though, you know, there's some really cool stuff that I would like yeah. to have, but it's for, you know, for me, I do have limits for myself, but, but she, it, here's the thing too. Women in, in general are less interested in things and guys are more interested in things than women are so to have trinkets and things like amy doesn't like that stuff she yeah she likes lights you know she wants a new iphone that's pretty much it i'm the one who's buying cds i buy dvds and she doesn't understand yeah <laughs> why those things are there because yeah. you can stream and it's like uh, so i don't know i don't get crap about it but yeah uh, uh you know, when I first was dating my wife, I kind of hit it back. Like, I, you know, I mean, we went at a wrestling event. So you she, probably had she to hide it a lot. Kinda, you probably had to put all your stuff away in the apartment. Well, yeah, I had one room in my apartment that was like toy stuff. With a padlock on it. Um, and when, when we first started dating, I'm like, okay. I told her flat out, I'm, I'm not ashamed of the fact that I collect yeah. toys and I collect, read comics and all that stuff. And I made it all very clear. I said, but at the same time, I don't know if you know the extent of how into this I am. <laughs> So I'm going to hide this for now. And then once you, when you see it, that that's when you know that then I'll I really like you. you and that I don't want you to go anywhere. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm comfortable sharing this side of things too. And she's been, I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't collect anything, right. but she appreciates that I'm passionate about something yeah. and that I enjoy these things and that I share it with my kids. Um, so she's supportive of all those things, but she's the same way where, I mean, she doesn't keep trinkets or, right, right. um, say that I need to have this, this statue or something like that. She likes sewing and she likes, you know, um, iPhone and she likes digital media and these kind of things, but she's never been into it. She's read comics. If I say you should read this comic, she'll check out this comic. Um, but she's never been into it. She'll appreciate something. If I say, this is really neat. Look at this thing. And she'll say, oh, that's, that's cool. But I can tell that it's not the same mindset for her. Yeah. But at no point has she ever been like, you shouldn't buy this toy or you shouldn't get this thing or, you spent too much on these things or why are you, why are you do this thing? Don't grow up or do something. Yeah. It's never been that way. She's totally supportive. 
of my passions. Yeah. And that's awesome. And I hope it's a great experience to have. And you, you should be with a person that's, that's accepting of everything about you yeah. and not somebody that's going to look down on some aspect of you. And, and that I've heard of other people before where they, Oh, my wife hates that I collect these things. Yeah. Or she's, she's all the time really getting down on me for like amazing. Like, I can't imagine being that way. Why would you want to live that way? Why would way? you want to live that way? Why would you have to change a part of you? The other side of the coin too, is you, you got to, Take inventory on yourself once in a while and yeah, make, sure make sure you're not, not going too far. Going way too far. I yeah, mean, I agree. Every, those sort of things are a little bit subjective, and how could you say? But man, um, you know, some people are consumed by it almost. And if you get to a point where you're like you can't make your rent or something, but then you're, it's gone too far. Then you're you're. Too and far. I know guys like that too, where they've gone right. way too far. Right. And yeah, you got to you know your limits. Yeah. You know what you can do. Um. Let's see. Doom Doomerson says, I hope you do more live streams. Can't tell you to tell my voice. That's awesome. I and think we will. I we think probably will is... do more. I don't know if it'll be every episode, yeah. but I think it is fun and it's not too distracting, hopefully. I think this has been a good, audio. nice, nice uh, cadence here. Um, Blaze says his favorite is Surfer Rosa, but my favorite song is Alger Way. Yeah. I don't know what that means. That's off of that album. Uh, or that's off of the my favorite album. Batman and Batman Returns, period, for Batman films from Doom Doomerson. There has been a Bat movie since, not one. I agree with that. Those are my two favorite Batman films as well. Um, Iron Bison says that's a strong opinion of Batman Forever, but it's also wrong. And he says, LOL. Yeah, everybody's allowed to have their own opinion of what their favorite is. That's fine. Um, let's see. Iron Bison says, got to ask you before I go, James, any chance for more Kenner Batman reviews? I enjoy watching those. And the first I watched before purchasing a Kenner Batman or a vehicle. So this live stream is happening on my personal YouTube page. And uh, we've done lots of reviews on there. And, you know, it's just a matter of finding time to do certain toy reviews. I would love to jump back into doing Kenner Batman reviews because those are some of the most fun ones we did. I'm sure eventually it'll happen. I just don't know when. Um, Iron Bison says, I disagree. Women like shoes, jewelry, and clothes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they like all those things, too. That's true. Um, uh, let's see. Those are about their appearance for women. That's that's building their uh making themselves feel better. Yeah. And it's, that's not quite the same for men. Although I, I have quite a, you know, I like shoes and I like clothes that make me feel good, but that's not the same as my toys. Yeah. Or, uh, tangible things. I have a lot of pocket knives. I probably don't need, I know I don't need all the ones that I have. You don't need all those. What are you going to cut with all those? I cut everything, man. I, everything? I've, I've used Every knife, all of them? every knife I own, I've used. You're like Freddy Krueger's. You yeah. go on every finger. Well, that's what I do when I go home. I you tape put them, them all out. You tape them all I on. I tape them onto my fingers. fingers. So you yeah. ask Amy, does anything you need cut? I'm ready. You need help with dinner? Is there any mail that needs opening? I've got it covered. i got it covered. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Joe says his favorite mask vehicle is Cannonball. Which one's Cannonball? That's the awful one that pops open. <laughs> Isn't that Cannonball? They all pop open. Look at that one. One. I need to go look. I'm almost positive. If this one I'm thinking of, it's awful. <laughs> Joe might be trying Please to get tell your me coat. you're joking. He's pulling your chain. Maybe he's meaning his favorite movie is Cannonball. Maybe it's Cannonball Run. Maybe it's Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run. There was uh, a, there's a, I think it's a Roger Corman movie called Cannonball. It's a car movie. All right. I've got to find it. Make sure I'm thinking of the same one because it, it, that's going to drive me nuts if that's his favorite. It's been a while since I've looked at this vehicle. Joe, coming in with the mask. The mask he, he wants comments. to talk about mask. I want to talk about like he's mask too. I'll do, do a whole episode on mask. All right, hang on. You keep talking. Fill it up with your quarter story. Well, people. Uh, okay, so one time I was at. Okay, so I was at Kroger. 
I'm in the parking lot. This guy comes up. Hey, man, can I borrow a couple of quarters? And he asked me for a couple of no, quarters. That, that was Volcano that I'm picking up. Volcano. Okay. So what is he talking about with Cannonball? I don't... I don't know. Maybe he's talking about a Pixies? Is that a Pixies album? Oh, he's talking about a... That's a Breeders song. Man, it's a Breeders song. That's what he's talking about. That's Breeders, Joe. Come on, man. Used to have a... Used to have a Maybe he's talking about that. Used to have a, a radio show. A music radio show. Come on, man. Come on. But I know you have... Okay, I, let, me, let me cut up on this. I know you have one. Don't wait another 100 favorite shows this again. Love the interaction. Thanks, Nate. That's very nice. Doom Diverson also collects knives, and it's he's got some awesome show pieces. That's awesome. Nice. TJ Nix loves the live format. That's awesome. Uh, oh, Joe said a dumb Pixies joke. That's what it is. Referencing the Breeder Smash hit. So he was uh, okay, a joke. Okay. He was messing with you. He knows. Okay. Um, uh, That's good. That's good to know. Uh, let's see. Um, looks like I buy Lego and don't touch Mega Block. I don't know what that means. Parents, yes, but this is good to do brands. It's been almost 30 years since Batman 89 came out. Favorite movie? Are you going to do some big Batman 89 video? You're my favorite YouTube channel, man. Hey, that's very nice. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely have to do something for the 30th anniversary. We talked about that earlier in the show. It's been 30 years. This should be 30 years for Batman. Um, we already did an episode. We did a Batman. On Batman. Yeah. And we did one for Batman Returns. Yes. Well, maybe you'll do something for 30 Maybe I'll Batman. do something. Maybe we'll do something. Maybe we can, we'll all we do something. something. It's, a, it's 30 years for that movie, so... Uh, yeah, we got to do it. We got to do something. We got to do something. Got to do something for the the 30th anniversary of Batman. We're now at an hour and a half. We should probably wrap it up. Unless there's something else that that once somebody wants to chime in with right now, as we're doing this, we're gonna wrap it up. Okay, we gotta. We so gotta you, this is your like this is your like two minute warning. If there's anything else you want to chime in with on the live stream, uh, chime in with it now. Yeah. Because I'm getting hungry. It's like it's 6:42, and I want to. I'm sure. Back. I'm sure Emmy's waiting for me. Um, yeah. I do want to say his favorite X-Man is Cannibal. That's that's <laughs> an awful favorite X-Man. I had that figure, and Did I was. You had the pink version or the purple? I had the pink version. Pink version. Yeah, the first one. Okay. Pink one was the first one, right? Yeah, they changed it to purple afterwards. Yeah. yeah. I thought the pink one was looked better than the purple. It was one. accurate, it was, I think, was, to the comic at that time. I think more, it was more of a pink outfit. It was very wore. different. Yeah. It was a good sculpt for the time. It was very good. It was one of the better figures. Yeah. And now that I'm thinking, I'm thinking back, it's kind of a neat, kind of a neat looking guy. Happy New Year, Bacon. Happy New Year to everybody. Um, it, but the 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 stupid thing, the launching thing, was yeah. awful. It was and just this little a, silver thing, and you hit it, and it just made your figure fall down. That's it. It wasn't really. A you had to hit it feature. really hard if you wanted to fly. It would be cool if he came like with like a clear shell to put around him. That had like, a spring loaded, one, and then it like. Like this, like, we should work for Toy Biz back then. They probably didn't have the budget. For they it. probably didn't have that. that it was, was Cannonball. That's a, that's a big. Yeah, we're not going to spend a lot. We're on not going to spend all the money on Cannonball. We've got to work on these pop out falls for Wolverine right now. Yeah. He's our our selling point. He's the one. Um, I want to say, in all seriousness, to everybody that showed up here tonight, and everybody that's been listening, Andrew Hardwood Hardwood Mills um, sent me a message the other day, and it was like. You know, I've been listening. He's been listening since the very first episode, yep. and he remembers the where he was listening to it and the day. And just I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't even remember, I don't remember that. any episodes. And and I know that there are. You know, we have really so many people um, that have been listening this whole time, and even through all the the small wonder episode. Yeah. I mean, if you guys have stuck, if with you us, made it through the Gil Hibben. 
nightmare. <laughs> Not Gil Evans' fault. Yeah. It was our fault you, entirely. I mean, if you <laughs> have stuck with us through all that and probably just – there was probably a good year where it was just depressing. We probably just complained too much. I don't know. It was just – I really appreciate everybody – you know, making an effort, uh, made an effort tonight to show up. Yeah, there's we, a lot of people We just, here, we just nice. had, um, you know, we won advertisement yesterday and all you guys still were here and all the support that we've had over the years. Yeah. And um, it's, it keeps it, it keeps it fun. And um, yeah, I just uh, really appreciate it. We both really appreciate it. And We'll keep doing it as long as we can do it. Yeah, I, uh, you know, we don't have, it's, it's not like, you know, the, the, the number, you don't see the number really of, of, mm-hmm. of how many, cause it's, it's impossible to really keep track, especially through Apple of who's, you know, listening and who's actually heard the show. And, but the ones that are really loyal and stick by it and really interact a lot, hey man, I can't tell you how much I appreciate yeah. Seeing the same the post from the, the same names again and again, it's like wow, that's really cool that they've really stuck by it. And you know that the, Blaze is my son, but the fact that he knows it so well, it makes me pretty proud. You yeah. know that he's that he's willing to listen to it again and again. And um, it, I mean, he's around me all the time, yeah. but he still would listen to the show, and that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's been uh, pretty awesome. Let's see, I want to catch up on these these comments real quick here. Uh, Mr. Indie Film Man, Andrew Harmill saying Star Worlds. That's that's the comment. Just Star Worlds. I like that comment. I you know yes. I, I think about Star Worlds a lot, and we we have to sit down. We started I think we started doing something else. We won't say what it was. <laughs> we started writing a radio drama for something else back and forth. And that's the way we do it. We we'll start one of us will just start it, and then we'll pass it back and forth, and we will just write an episode. And then yeah. it, randomly we'll be like, okay, that's it. I'll stop right there. Stop the episode at a random spot. Yeah, that's usually, the episode. Yeah. Um, and we started doing that with something else, but. The more I think about Star Wars, I'm like, man, there's so much left. I was just thinking about that today. That I, we really need to get back. I want to do another Star World. I thought about you and I did something the other day. Some text you sent me or something. I thought about it in context of a Star World, and I was cracking up. <laughs> I was just going back and forth about. I wish, I wish you could remember what it was. I'll, I think I'll remember okay. it. I, I was just going back with Han and Luke, and I was like, this has nothing to do with Star Wars at all. At all. But you could hear them. But I want to put it in yeah. an episode. <laughs> Just because, and um, and maybe, you know what I want to do, and I don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but I want to live, live stream, stream a Star World, video record, recording a Star World, and then post the edited yeah. episode. But for the, I mean, when we were recording those, it takes us a full, oh my it takes us a full hour. It takes sometimes more than an hour to record an eight-minute episode because of all the laughter and all the, you know, the messing oh up. And it's just, we're just in tears. It's trying to it's do this so and, hard yeah. so, to make it through recording one of those. Like it's, it really is an effort. Yeah. Like the writing goes back and forth really easy. We yeah. get through it, the writing, no problem. But the recording, you, I mean, it's there, it's on the page yeah. and just reading it out. I just, I lose it and you lose it. Yeah. And there's so many things that like the one episode where the R2 <laughs> noises, where you had an R2 effect on your phone yeah. and R2 was supposed to have this little short segment and it just kept going and you can hear us start to laugh and we're both going like, just let it go, let it go. As the whole thing's going, and it turns into one of my favorite things yeah. we've ever done. So funny, um, and that would be great to see that live stream. That's what I'm saying I like to maybe share a behind the scenes of making it, and you know all the the sound effects stuff that we have to do to make it. So yeah, yeah, it's um, I love Star Worlds. I, I 
as silly as it is, I'm pr I'm 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 very proud of me too of them because I think we do. You, you, I go back and listen to them, and it's you, it's just me and you, yeah, doing all the effects on uh, as it's happening, yeah, which aren't that great, but they're they're doing as it's happening and all the voices. Are, I think they're pretty darn good. Yeah, we do all the voices right there. Yeah. Um, there's no editing. Like it's just that's it. It's just right there. Um, well, we did get to where we were taking a segment that was good for as long until we messed up. And that's then, true. That's true. But the first couple we did. But, uh, what I'm saying is. We tried it. We, we did from beginning to end. Yeah. But when we switch back and forth between voices, there's oh, none of that. Like yeah. we don't record like one voice yeah. and then go and record the other voice. It's just us having to flip back and forth right. between voices. And you've taken the, the lion's share of the voice work, I think, because, I mean, you've, you're doing several of them. And some of those you have to do back to back, and it is a tough switch. It's tough. To, it's sometimes know. tough. And then also, you'll have to do an effect while, while I'm, I'm doing music, and then you're having to do a, a, right. a voice line while you're doing the effect, and it's 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 tough, actually. I've had some juggling to do. But it may sound like it's garbage, but <laughs> it's really hard to do one. Yeah. Um, and I know they don't make sense, but that's, they don't make any sense. that's the humor. That's the greatness of it. Yeah. It's uh, man, yeah, I really want to do Star Wars again. Uh, let me catch up on these really quick, and we're going to sign it off. Um... Uh, you guys rock. I could tune in this regular, not to mention the Batman site reviews. I got put on Batman now. Bye bye. See you, Doom Doomerson. Thank you awesome. very much, man. Thank you. I've been watching since I'm 14. Now I'm 16. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Timbo. Um, Iron Bison's going to go grab some grub. Happy New Year's. Thanks, dude. Um, uh, Andrew Hardmill says we both used to sing more. Hey. That is true. We'll get back into it. I'll, we, gotta, we have wonderful singing. I got to warm up these pipes. <laughs> I got to get some honey. Didn't we do? We did the Perfect Strangers theme. Yeah. We did DuckTales. I think we did a few other ones. Uh, I feel like I'm hanging out with my friends while I listen. That's awesome. That's, that's the vibe we that's hope for. That's how we want it to be. Um, and he says he's really enjoyed the intro-outro music over the years. That's awesome. That's I have awesome. nothing to do with that. That's all, Mike. I appreciate um, that. I have nothing to do with any of that stuff. Uh, yeah. And Joe, in all caps, more Star World. All right. We got to do Star World again. We got to do I got to re-listen to him. Yeah. And uh, get back in the, the mindset of We did them out of order, so I'm sure there's... We got to... Like we got to plug in pieces. Pick what segments we did. That's the goal is that you have all the episodes at one point. Right. And it won't make any sense when you listen to it all in a row, <laughs> but they'll be all in a row. You know? <laughs> That's the goal is to eventually have all the episodes for every film in a row. And when you listen back to it, it'll just be a nightmare. It's whatever, whatever you feel at the time, whatever you can remember from. Yeah. yeah. It's the best. And it's there's so sometimes good. where we've started it on like episode two. And there's so much you have to cram in episode one now to go back and do it. But we don't care. We just glean over it like, <laughs> and then he went here and they came back. And that's it. <laughs> Entire space battle. They had a giant battle. <laughs> like when it, Han had to not, not navigate the asteroid field. Yeah. And they said, it's, a, it's impossible. <laughs> and he just says, because I just did it. I just did it. <laughs> what, from point A to point B in light speed. That's great. In 12 parsecs. <laughs> he did it. Because yeah. I just did. Um, uh, Bill Tackett says more Sulu complaints. Those are always great. I love Sulu complaints. I want too. more Jor-El ads. Yeah. <laughs> Those were, we recorded a bunch of them, and I think they're gone. The I don't think we ever used yeah, them all. The, well, the disc got lost. We, I think we only did it like two or three times. Yeah. I, I remember you. We, we both wrote a bunch, and I think I recorded them. I think I was doing Jor-El. Yeah, and you I record, recorded you a bunch recorded. all in a row. We were going to insert them in multiple episodes. That was back in the Dell days, and we had um, we had that background music going. We could do it again. We could do it again. We could bring back the Jarrell ads. Yeah. Um, Joe's been listening to Action Feature since 1998, so to speak, which is very That's true. His, Joe yes. and I have been friends for 20 years. Uh, more Night Dads. 
Hey. That night show was great. I love Night People Dance too. People actually thought Night Dance was a real thing. And it could have been. It could have been. And it still can be. It still can be. Yeah. We can record a Night Dance episode. I thought about doing a Night Dance radio drama. I thought about doing a Night Dance radio drama. <laughs> I don't know what it would take to film one. It'd be impossible to film one. It'd be possible? It'd be impossible. No, no, no. I don't like that word. It okay. would be possible, be possible to film one. to film one if we had a bunch of money. Two cameras, a little help from our friends. And a night of wild <laughs> entertainment. It would have to. It would have to be at night. We're not going to be able to it would film, be. film during the day. All right. Um, wow, this is a long one now. Hour and forty minutes. All right. People kind of chiming in though. So I love it though. Got to leave it be. Okay. So we're gonna sign off, right? Yep. Thanks everybody for tuning in. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'm pointing at you. Right now, I'm pointing at you. I can see myself do it if I wait a second. Don't wait that long. There it is. Okay. Uh, thank you this on audio. If you're watching, listen on iTunes or on actionpictures.net. Thank you for listening. Uh, we really appreciate everybody. 150 episodes. We'll just keep doing these. We'll do 150 more. We're just going to keep doing these. It's never going to stop. We're just going to keep doing these. So, hope you like them. It's not going to stop. We've proven you that we don't need cash just to do a radio show. Action feature.